Previously on the No Mercy Podcast. The really good four start off the episode battling patrons in a bar in Friendtown after the patrons recognize Ralric from the Wanted poster. Albert Conway, the person in charge of Friendtown, came into the bar and broke up the fight. The really good four were able to convince Elbit that it wasn't their fault. The really good four then got lodging for the night, and they woke up the next morning to sounds of some sort of party going on outside. When they went to investigate, they found that everyone in Friend Town was in the center of town, dancing and having a good time. Chest and Albit then met up to discuss. Pretty, pretty neat, isn't it, huh? Chess would be looking for him, actually. Uh, yeah, Chess would suggest is like, yeah, I, I never seen, like, what, what is this? What's going on? Oh, this, this is Monday. This <laughs> <laughs> is like, yeah, well, I, I know it's Monday, but how come you're doing all this like dancing stuff? You never heard much about Friend Town? I guess you are from Fight Town. You don't hear anything about any of us. Yeah, we don't. I mean, we don't hear a ton. Like, what's we just like to dance and have fun, practice our magic. We're kind of like the, uh, I'd say, the tourist Goliath Town out of all of them. So, you know, this attracts people here too, make some money and stuff. But kind of try to give off a good reputation for the glass. From a distance, you hear a pep scream. Would you call it the happiest place on earth? <laughs> <laughs> After leaving the party, Funky takes a look at Chest's cursed armor. He then tells Chest to take off the armor and he decurses Chest. Chest then trades in his cursed armor to get some chainmail. The group then set off to Pesopt. They rent out horses and a guide, and the guide's name is Snarl, who happens to be a knoll. Snarl starts leading the really good four on their journey to Pesopt. Uh, Tyler, I'm also casting a first level spell to do speak with animals, so I can just say, Hi, I'm Pip, what's your name? Oh my god, I haven't had anybody ever talk to me before. My name is... Wait. Nobody's ever named me. Uh, oh. I want to oh. be named Carl. Okay, Carl. <laughs> let's do this. We're best friends. Okay, what's your name? I'm Pip. I just said that. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have a great memory. I'm a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, oh. let's go. This is going to be fun. Alright, I got Carl. Let's do this. We're headed towards the river. <laughs> <laughs> and you see Snarl is just like full gallop but going straight at the river and it's probably like 20 feet away from it chest is um chest is galloping and he's just like he's kind of starting to get nervous and looking around just like snarl are you gonna slow down there's a river there keep up and you see once he gets to the river's edge each horse step there's a glow and it doesn't fall down towards the river but almost goes up like over an individual visible bridge each member of the Really Good Four is able to make it across. Following their guide, Snarl, and with their horses, the Really Good Four then start on their first day in the Traveling Foothills. Going throughout your first day here, and you're understanding why it's called the Traveling Foothills and why you actually needed a guide, is that the different foothills are different widths, but they're all the same height. So as you're going through, it's almost like a maze, and you can't kind of go onto the top of one that's taller than the others and look down because they're all about the same height. So it's really hard to navigate, and he's just like kind of weaving through these different different hills. And you get to a point, and he says, "Just want, just kind of want to check what's up here first. And you go up to the top of a hill, and Funky, or sorry, Thodrain, you see on the top of another hill, staring at you. No one else is able to see this as you're kind of looking around. You see 
the night hag that you had fought a couple of weeks ago. Except this time it has a friend. Now, let's jump into this episode of the No Mercy Podcast. Lacking in the smarts, the clerk does the touchy feeling, grumpy healing arts. A broken hearted ranger with a dragon flying bow and a sweet singing gnome who tackles every foe with no mercy. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. No, no mercy. Alright, so you saw the. You saw that one older. Night Hag, who was kind of familiar to you, Funky. As you're looking at these, it's not like seeing them in your current material plane that you're currently on. It's a little bit different. It's not as detailed when you're looking at them, um, but you still kind of just saw that shape, that humanoid, and just flashing back to that fight. It was like a, a figure that you couldn't really forget, even if the details were a little hazy. So. Only Funky saw that due to magic, magic coat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh guys, there's there's a remember the, remember the old old lady that ate chop ate, ate kids. We killed her. I think we killed her. Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah, we pooped on her floor, right? Right. Yeah. She just kind of Funky definitely did disappeared that. and went away. Well, I, she's back, um, and she looks uh, less than thrilled. To see us now. Just looks around and is just like, uh, Monkey, I, I beg to differ. Uh, she's. Wait, that's too, that's too fancy for chess. Let me, sorry, not in <laughs> chess mode yet. <laughs> <laughs> just, just looks at Funky and he's like, Funky, what are you talking about? There's nothing, like, there's no one around. Well, I mean, sh- she's, she's there. She's just not, not there, there. Uh, I, I don't know. She looks weird and like, I don't know, like I could. Put my hand through her or something, almost like a ghost. Why can you see her? Do we know why you can see her? His robes. I know, but do we know why? Oh, he... sorry. Uh, I don't. You might. I th- Pip grabs a corner of Funky's robe and wraps it around his head and looks. <laughs> and do I see anything? <laughs> Give a perception check. Uh, seven plus two nine. <laughs> Do you just see the nice, clear, clear day? Okay. On top of the the rest of the foothills, as you're looking out, they're all kind of the same height as we said before. So you can't get on one to take a vantage point. Okay. For the others, so you're kind of seeing the very tops, but no creatures in sight. Well, I look up at Funky with the robe wrapped around my head and say, "Uh, is she coming in hot?" Um, uh, what is she doing? Just like standing there. They were starting to go down the hill towards your hill. Uh, I mean, they're coming to us. They're not, like, sprinting to us, but I don't know that they necessarily know that we are here. Or that we can see them, maybe? I mean, they, I think they know we're here. Do you, do you think they're still mad? About trying to murder them? Uh, I mean, if... Right. I mean, if I was almost killed by a bunch of people, I'd probably be pretty pissed. I mean, it was days ago. So. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I think we kind of interrupted our child feast 
And Chest would remember the thing disappearing and it would look at Funky and he's like, Funky, you tell me that thing, you know, so this is the thing that we fought and it, it turned invisible? Yeah, that's the one. And this one is currently invisible? Uh, yeah. Is it is it just one, Tyler, or was there two? Uh, you do see a second figure, and the second figure looks to be a little bit larger. Or, not a little, probably like a good foot taller than the first. Uh, yeah, and... Than the one you recognize. I guess, uh, as a bonus, it, look, it looks like she brought a, brought a friend? I think we got a grand party. Oh, well, it's just two. It's, that's fine. We, I mean, we, we killed them before... No problem. So, all right, Funky, you you tell me where it is, and I'll go, and I'll go kill her. Well, I, I don't think we did kill her before, and I think that's the problem. Yeah, uh, <laughs> one of them was too much for us last time. Evade. Chest. Are they? Chest says, "Don't, no, don't you worry." Uh, Chest looks up at Snarl. Is that his name? Snarl. 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 Yeah. And he's like, Snarl, there's um. I have been informed by my uh, uh, associate here Me. that we have a situation we have to deal with uh, over in that direction. So you might want to, you know, uh, step aside and stay safe because, uh, uh, well, you know, we're we're pretty um, strong. In in the middle of your sentence, while you're still talking, he's like, mm, "I'm not paid to do that part," and you see him just all of a sudden blink and turn invisible. Can I? He just kind of starts walking over to another hill. <laughs> so I can see where he's going. <laughs> but Funky uh, can see him? Yeah. Chest sort of spit, is looking around and is like, what? what where, where'd he? God damn it, why can everyone go invisible? Yeah, what the Car- heck? Carl? Some guide. Carl? Is Carl gone too? He's wandering off. I guess something uh, about we didn't pay him enough for this part. <laughs> you have Carl. You're, you're still on the horse. Okay. I wasn't sure if he was just taking all of the horses and wagon and everything with him or whatever. Chess looks at um, Funky and Pip and is like, "All right, can y'all y'all are good at magic? Can you just make him uninvisible?" Oh no no no! He doesn't want to get into this tangle. I think he's uh, best hidden. No no, not Snarl. I mean the the other the the hag. Oh, the hags. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I can. Well. I can try. Maybe just make him on, make him uninvisible, and I'll go kill him real quick. I don't know that it will keep. I mean, we tried that before with. How how far away are they? Oh, I guess we don't know because they've dipped down into the hills. But we're at the top oh. of the hill. I think we can. See Actually, them. just realizing, looking, reading the robe of eyes again. So, you do see the hags, but not until they start to get closer. To the, they're probably towards the bottom of the hill. And you're seeing them because you you can only see out to 120 feet with that feature. So, like, when they're about 120 feet away, they blink in, they get to about 10 feet closer and just kind of stand there and looking at you as you're looking at them. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. I would estimate they're about 110 <laughs> feet from us. <laughs> that is very precise, Funky. Good job. Um, can Funky tell me, like... Is there any, are there any landmarks there that Funky can tell me where they are? Yeah, I guess is there yeah is there any way that I can aside from just pointing at them, which I'm I, I do occasionally, I guess, point them out. Um, I try and do it subtly so they don't know that I'm pointing at them, but I'm just wondering do if a slate of hand check. If I know the range, 
can I try to dispel magic on them to make them visible? Um, dirty 20. What was it again, Ben? Sorry. Um, dirty 20. Modified 20. Yeah. For the... For the sleight of, sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Oh, sleight of hand. Okay. I was thinking about Claire's question. So, you want to know if you can dispel magic. Give an arcana check. I don't know anything about this. Five. Okay. Um, it could work. We could give it a try. Sure. I'm going to... If, given that I feel like Funky is fairly precisely with a mod 20 showing me where they are, because um, it just says choose any creature or magical effect within range. So I guess the magical effect in range is that invisibility spell. And, um, and I'm only... I guess I'm only... Hmm, I guess I'm only targeting one of them because I'm assuming it's like... Unless they're, they've got a coupled invisibility spell. I don't know what that would mm. be. But yeah, I guess I'll just try to do that. So um, I'm going to cast this at third level. Okay. So you all see Pip kind of with Funky trying to subtly point the location of these two creatures. Pip starts weaving his, his hands around momentarily while trying to mutter under his breath quietly as he's trying to cast this dispel magic spell. And he sends it out and... You kind of feel Pip as it goes out. There's like nothing for it to hold on to. Like it, there's nothing that it's attacking. They're in a different dimension. They're not invisible. Ah, oh, boots. There you go. Well, I oh. still burn that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that didn't work, Pip. They're still there. Um, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Well, I mean, they, so, they are there. I can, I can see them. I know, but they're not on our plane. And as you're pointing at them, you see both of them. They just start rising up in the air. Uh, About a foot a second. It's very slow, but they start rising up the air until they get kind of eye level with um, the top of your hill. Uh, yeah, now they're floaty. They're they're floaty floaty gales. They're they're. Uh, I don't like this. Chest, we should go. Chest size, and he's just like, oh. Stupid, fa- stupid creatures don't want to just have fair fight. And he walks out and he's like, "Hey, uh, old lady and uh, old lady friend." And he's looking at where Funky pointed. He's like, "Yeah, we can see you. Uh, very cute little trick that you got there, and you're flying. Wow, very impressive." Um, listen, I don't know what your deal is, but if you're gonna fight us, come fight us. If you're not, why don't you just like head off and do your own thing? Cause we just, honestly, we don't have time for your shit. <laughs> L- language. They're old. Uh, yeah. They, they, they kind of hurt. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You can't use the word time with old people. They get all scared of that word. Boo. <laughs> they start to drift closer to uh, the four of you. Yeah, uh, they're coming closer. I don't think this is a good idea. I'm sitting here, like, kind of thumbing my insect stick as well. And you kind of look off in the distance and you notice that it looks like a horse is just kind of going along and chilling out by itself now. Likely Snarl. Is, is he like... Has oh, left to he's your, moving? Okay. Like, not hanging out? He, he's left to your radius, okay. yeah. He's, he's like getting on to another hill. He's getting out of range of you. Not like at the top of the next hill, but he's kind of trying to keep himself below uh, eye line. Um... Pip would grab Rowlerick's hand and say, 
Oh, this is gonna be another stinky situation, which apparently is his heroism spell that he casts on both of us. Um, so we can't be scared, and every once we get into combat, which I'm assuming is happening quite promptly, I guess I would wait until right right before the like beginning of combat for for that. So Tyler, I don't know how you want to play that. I, w I don't think I would cast it until we we're gonna like get right in because it's got a minute time limit. But yeah, you get temporary hit points at the beginning of every round. Yeah, Tyler, if I see him within, if they get within like 60 feet of me, I'm, I think I'm just gonna release the harmless insect cloud from my staff. It just makes it, <laughs> it makes the area heavy, area heavily obscured. The one that gets a little mothy. Yeah. Okay. Around me. So, Pip, in order to, let's say that they pop out of their dimension and into yours, in order for your spell to go off, you would have to be preparing it. Okay. Yeah. And so your trigger can be... Um, when they're in our dimension. So when I can see them, and it's not funky saying that. I like when that. When you can see them, yeah. Yeah. If I see them get within, like, 60 feet, um, I'm going to release the, the harmless cloud, just for a single charge. Plus, I do like the, the notion of any time trouble's about to pop off, apropos of very little, Pip is just holding Ralric's hand at all times. It's fine. <laughs> I'm here for you, buddy. And it starts, they will start to get closer. The one that you are familiar with kind of leading about a foot or two in front of the other. And they do get within 60 feet. All of a sudden, a whole bunch of insects just start flying out. These ones don't hurt us. They just fly around and just buzz around, and it's hard for everyone to see. <laughs> is, it, oh. is this insect plague? No, it's just insect cloud. It's a 30-foot radius of harmless flying insects that fly around for 10 minutes. They can be blown away by wind, but they just, they make it basically that area is heavily obscured. Ah, funky! Okay. Ah, funky! For creatures other than you. Sorry, uh, I, I don't know, they're getting closer, and we can't, you guys can't see them, and I don't want them to, like, start throwing stuff at us. We can't see anything now! <laughs> yeah, but they, they can't see us either. I, it's heavily obscured for everyone but me, Tyler. Chest is getting flashbacks to the locust cloud that <laughs> Funky put on top of him last time. And it's just like, oh, no, 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 not this again. <laughs> ah, Chess, uh, uh, sorry, these ones, these ones shouldn't hurt you. Sorry about that last time. Uh, yeah, the I last time they got in my mouth, it was gross. Yeah, just, just kind of breathe through your nose, I guess. You Mask know up. that's not chest forte. <laughs> <laughs> Good mouth breather. Uh, yeah, chest, chest has taken out his great axe, and he's just like, this. Uh, let's give this guy a go here. They are, uh, so they're pretty close now. Uh, I... I thought they were close enough to start launching stuff at us, so that's why I put up the bugs. And I'm trying to say this quietly. So when you put up the insect cloud, they simply wait at the outside of it because they can't see you. Yeah, heavily, heavily obscures means you have no vision. So, um, so nobody has vision right now except for Funky. Or sorry, Thodred. Do you guys? I think I don't think they can see us. If you guys can like hold on to me, maybe we can sneak by them. Uh, I kind of feel like they're just. They're not going to just let us walk off. Probably not. <laughs> but maybe we can get to a better spot. I don't know. I mean, Ty Tyler hasn't made us roll initiative yet, so... <laughs> maybe maybe they just want to talk. Maybe we just go. <laughs> so 
metagaming. I mean, we're we're kind of we're on but we're on horses, right? Do you think we can outrun them? I don't know how old can an old uh, how fast can an old lady run? Apparently, quite fast because they're floating and they just kind of hopped over from one hill. So let's um, I don't know. I don't know how to start this or how to initiate right. a conversation with someone who's in a different dimension. Chess looks at Funky. He's like, Funky, you can see him. Go talk to him. Uh, don't worry. I'll come with you. I just don't know where they are. There. Sorry, not Funky. Thaw drain. So this- I'll get used to it. This is a 15-foot radius, right? A 30-foot radius. So they're, like, just outside the 30-foot? Yep. Um, so, yeah, so they're, like... I guess they're pretty close to us here. They're, like, 30 feet away-ish, roughly. Like, basically, the the edge of the bugs. Okay, well, yell, yell to them. Um, what, what do you... What do you want? What... Why are you here? We don't have any kids. If you're hungry... <laughs> You are speaking out to these creatures, but there's no reaction from them. Mm, they're, they're not... They're still kind of standing on the outside of your... They're just... Not standing, but floating on the outside of your insect... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, cloud. They're not They're not really in a talking mood. They're, they're just kind of floating outside the bugs. Okay. Do, do you guys... Do you want to, like... And you're starting to get a better picture of the second one. So the first one was the hag that you ran into before kind of this purplish, purplish skin, some small horns, their skulls uh, formed as a belt, and you can't really see much detail about um, the clothing again, but you remember those details. The other one, much larger, probably closer to seven to eight feet tall, and very muscular. It has like a huge hunchback, and despite that hunchback and the head kind of down and forward, still maintains that height. It has kind of these different bits of bone jutting out of its shoulders and sticking out at different points and kind of these old like strong muscles but almost look like a, an older person's muscles like a little um skin skin sagging a bit more but still very muscular creepy looking creature with just like this old very small old man's face or sorry old old lady's face with a very small swath of hair tucked to the side I think they might want to be friends. Yeah, I pass all this info <laughs> along and just say, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The second one, the second one seems kind of big and beefy chest, beefier than I would expect from an older lady. Uh, well, I can, I can take her if you want. Y'all well, can take the I others mean, None of you guys can see, and Pip just tried to hit him with something or hit her with something, and it didn't do anything. Well, no, we can't. We can see them. We all can see them. No, no, just no, it's just, just me. Oh. They're just outside my my okay. bugs right now. Um, They're thirty feet away. Yeah, so I mean, Chest will just kind of look and it's like, all right, well, I mean, I can go out and try to talk to him and see if they'll, you know, say something. Uh, I don't think I don't think you want to go out of the bugs right now. I think we should stay together here. Will we just sit in the bugs and do nothing. Well, I don't know. Do, <laughs> do we? Do we want to try and fight a bunch of ladies that we can't see or can't seem to hit? I mean, I, th- I, I think they'll probably find I, us again, but... I bet they we, can't fight us in their other dimension. They have to come into our dimension to hit us. So... Maybe. That means we can hit them. Yeah. I think I think when that happened when we were fighting them last time, they, like, sort of blinked in and out, so... Yeah. I, and I, I feel like Chess would remember that, and he's like, yeah, I remember, like, I remember that happened, like... They were sort of popping back and forth, but whenever they were back, they we could just kind of hit them. It was it was only one before, right? 
Because the other two sisters were dead. Yeah. Or mannequins yeah. or something. Correct. So, well, I guess, I mean, I, we can fight him if you guys think that's the, the way to go here. Um, well, but, why don't I go out? I'll uh, yell at them. And if they attack me, then, we, you know, we can all kind of go finish them off should real we, quick like. I mean, I can, I think I can, can I drop the bugs or are they always here? How long well, do bugs we, last? Ten minutes. We can just leave them here and and uh, come back in if we want. Oh, I, I can't. Well, Anywhere I go, it goes with me. Oh. We've probably been staring up at them for like ten minutes. Just, uh, okay, Chess looks at the rest. He's like, alright, well, you know, just have my back or whatever. I'm gonna go yell at them. I, I really, I feel like this is not a big deal. Uh, We're making a bigger deal I, out of it. I don't, it is. I don't know, Chess. So while you all are having this discussion, you feel this quite strong breeze kind of just swing into you all, and all of a sudden the insects just disperse. Well, uh, that didn't work very well. Chess looks at Funky, or sorry, I thought you were just like, all right, problem solved. And he looks up and he's like, hey, uh, old people, what do you want? And they start just floating towards the four of you. Are you still on your horses? Um, uh, yeah, I would have still been on my horse. Chess, Chess would get off. I'm gonna get off. Yeah, Chess, Chess would get off his horse. I'm. I want to get off my horse and come around to the front of it and pull his head down and say, "Carl, can you take these other horses over to Snarl's horse, please, where it's safe?" Give an animal handling check. I was already talking to him. Oh, it's very good though. What's my animal handling? It's it's twenty one. Carl and I have a bond. Um, were you speaking with animals when you did that? Wasn't I still speaking with animals? How long does that last? It has it's probably like only a ten minutes. Ten minutes? Yes. Okay. Um, it's been more than ten minutes. Yeah. You no. You know what? This is important to me. I love these ponies. I am speaking with animals. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just give me a second. I have a uh, marker. In the last episode to help me remember what Carl sounds like. Here, no, I, I got it, Tyler. I have an app to help you with this, actually. <laughs> Do you just put that on loop when you go to sleep there, Pip? <laughs> Sometimes Rory's going to fire me because of this app. <laughs> I think... Zoom is trying to cancel it out as background noise. No, I'm. Don't worry. Because I'm only hearing like, like half a horse. I got half a okay, horse. I got yeah. it. Well, I have it on Audacity, and so it's going to be edited in. So deal with it, suckers. <laughs> so you cast speak with mm-hmm. animals. I do. Okay. So you all see Pip kind of just quickly speak, ca- start casting a spell that you s- saw him cast before across the river, and you kind of. Uh, they, the, you see the horses, they all sort of, sort of start to pay a bit more attention, but mostly her horse is the one that's looking at her, looking at him. Carl, at please, him. can you, it's, something's going to pop off and I don't want you. Oh, hey again, what's up, dude? Hi, oh, hi Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Um, Man, are we going to do this like every 10 minutes? Um, I don't really know how to keep track of time. That's okay, you're a horse. But every, like, when the sun's there, and his head kind of turns towards one side, the time the sun goes over there. This is a bit more frequent than I usually talk to ponies, but, um, some some dangerous stuff. Oh, so you've done this before. No, man, you're my first. 
All the pressure. Okay. <laughs> um, can you take your your buds over to Snarl's horse uh, so that you'll be safe? Okay. I'll use your last animal handling check. Um, okay. He goes, well, I've got to put a good name for the ponies and horses since it's the first time you're talking to us. So, hey, everybody, let's go. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> All horses sound this way. <laughs> oh, I love and it. And you see them start to trot off down the hill towards Snarl's Okay, horse, good. Which is still stationary. I, I saved the horses. I think that kind of wraps up our series, eh? That was what we were trying to do in this game was save the ponies. Oh, we got to get a deposit, though. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that was our primary goal. And Carl's leading the way, and as he's going down the hill, you hear, who let the horses out? <laughs> come on, come and the on. other three behind him, you hear, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm going to get some coconuts for this one. <laughs> nice. Uh, so Pip turns over around a chest and then shrugs. So while this is happening, the creatures have gotten closer and they're still horizontal. And they're about 10 feet from the group of you. Uh, yeah, they're they're real close now. Uh, they're like 10 feet away. Uh, so... We need to, like, shit or get off the pot. Yeah, Chester's just kind of looking. He's like, point me point me at him, Thodrin. I'm not discreet anymore, and I point at them. Okay, Chester's looking up. He's like, he's like, all right, come on, let's do, come on, can we, uh, sometime today, maybe, or anytime, ever. Can I also, um... Jesus, you, you people are old. You don't have much time left anyway, so you might as well do your thing. Can I also prepare a guiding bolt? for if they show up in our plane. Sure. All right, so they get closer and closer, and the larger one hangs back a little bit, but the one that you recognize gets closer to Funky's face, still horizontal, but the face all of a sudden just approaches you, and it kind of has that haze and, and blue material kind of drifting on off the outside. Yeah. But you see this like... crooked, wrinkly, evil face just approaching and it just kind of gets snout to snout uh, kiss her yeah, kiss her yeah she is she is here uh like touching my face basically i don't know that i like this and i'm gonna try and like back up i think i think right now i look up at Ralric and say we can beat them just for one day we can be heroes <laughs> just for one day <laughs> <laughs> can we is it is that inspiration or is that I mean, just No, that was just me casting heroism <laughs> and channeling my inner Bowie. But <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, so your concentration, so you would have used the spell slot um, before cuz you also cast speaking with animals. Okay. So while you're preparing the spell, okay. It uses the spell slot. So as Thodrain starts to back up a little bit and Chess is just standing strong. The hag starts to write herself, and she points to herself, and then holds up the finger, one finger. She points to the other hag behind her, points, holds up the second finger, so two fingers. So I'm one. This is two, and then kind of motions to an empty space to the other side of her, and holds up a three, and then immediately points at you, and slits her throat. Her cuts does does that kind of finger motion. Uh, is there anything in that third spot? No, there isn't. But give a 
Let's just go for a wisdom check. That's uh, 16. Okay. You get the feeling that she's trying to say, there's two of us now. Once I have a third, you're done. Ooh. Uh. And then she starts to like almost get, starts to shake, almost looks like with anger. And then she squats down like she's sitting in a chair. I think she's pooping. But there's no chair there. And she points at the ground and points at you and starts shaking uh, her fist. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think she liked that I pooped on her eye. Oh <laughs> man! <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, I yeah, that that was that was my bad. Chess is looking at Audrey and he's like, I, I, I think it's me they want. Are they gonna do anything or like what? Uh, uh well, she. I think they're looking for a third. I, I think they really. I think she's really upset with me because I pooped in her eye. Yeah, so. I mean, I. That makes sense, but hey, uh, old people. And he looks at Audrey and he's like, can they hear me or what? Do they respond at all to chest? Nope. Uh, they, they don't seem to care, I don't think. Chest is just like really frustrated. He's like, ugh. All right, can we just go then? Like if these people got nothing to, if they got nothing to do here, other than scowl at at Thodrin for pooping on their eyes, then we should just... Can we just go? Mm. I was looking forward to just, you know, giving him a quick ass-kicking, but... Yeah, I mean, we we could probably just move on. Um, I, I do think they're going to come back, and I think that when they come back with a third one, based on what she was doing, it's it's not going to be good for us. So... Okay. We mm. should We should just be wary of that, I think. Uh, okay, that's fine. It's all right. Well, you know, we'll do a... Maybe when we're in Pesopt or something, we'll look up, like, how to how to kill dead old ladies. So are we walking back towards our horses now? I am, like, not... Well, I mean, Just I guess is I starting can... to, because yeah. he is tired of I'm this I'm gonna shit. wander, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pip is still holding Ralric's hand, and is just like, Oh my god, I feel amazing! I'm not used to having this heroism without a battle. Do you feel fucking awesome? I feel great. (laughs) Hold you stuff and nothing to hit. (laughs) You can hit me. (laughs) I feel like you should go start punching chest. Pip runs up chest's body. I'm gonna do an acrobatics check for this. (laughs) Pip! Uh, acrobatics. Oh, plus six. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, 19. Do I get to the top? Are you letting Pip run up your back, Jess? I mean, Jess was not really expecting it, but he's not, like, fighting him off. He's just like, what what are you doing? (laughs) Okay. So you're able to kind of climb up on him. I sent my horse away! Now I'm riding this guy. (laughs) Uh, That's what I've been saying. Jess is like, uh, (laughs) uh, ugh, I... All right, I can give you a ride, Pip. Uh, what? You're a lot lighter than Funky, and also you aren't always at Funk, uh, Thodrin, you're always asking for rides, and for, like, no reason. <laughs> I got short legs and a big gut. Well, okay, that's a, that's true, but <laughs> Pip is all full of beans. <laughs> full of beans! <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair. Route Rick? <laughs> um, that yeah. elf would break in half. <laughs> And you're a little distracted, Thodrain, because as you all are starting to walk towards the horses, the the larger one kind of stays behind, but the smaller one is floating above you and still in the squatting position, 
right above your head. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> I'm assuming are her pants up at least? Mm. Like I'm not looking up into <laughs> like she's not winking at me, right? I hate Could everything, <laughs> everything. Uh, yeah, she's she's real pissed, guys. I'm sorry. This one, this one's my bad. I I can't. I pooped in an old lady's she eye. She then flies off towards the other one. And they kind of start to drift away. I pooped in an old lady's eye, and now she's got a grudge. Yeah, this isn't going well for me. But she left. For now. We did it! We're heroes! How much gold <laughs> do we get for that? Some? <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Right, so, yeah, the music was getting me real amped. Amped. Mm. <laughs> I'm still amped. Um, can I. Do I get to talk to Carl? Because I'm all fired up, or is that done? <laughs> uh. Was heroism concentration? Oh yeah, that is. Yeah, so I can't talk. I can't be heroic and talk to Carl. Well, you know what? That's not true. I sure can talk to Carl. It's just that I can't hear him talk back. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't see concentration for. No, hero- heroism is concentration. Speak with it. No, let's speak with animals. I don't see concentration. Oh no, it's not. I guess not. So you should still be able to talk to Carl for the next. Seven minutes or so. Carl, I really blew my load. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Carl and Pip, Pip and Carl, this is the show that you want to listen to. I have a horse. Uh, I'm not going to sing. Sorry, I don't know how to do it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> and now Carl has inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to clop up to, next to Snarl while we're cruising along. Hey, hey Snarl, you just kind of vanished and ran away there. Yeah, I'm your guide, not your, you know, fighting partner. Oh, I'm glad you didn't fully. I don't know what you guys did to just attract whatever you were yelling at, but it looked pretty weird from over here. Yeah, it, she flew off. Just chest, chest hears that, and he's like, oh, uh, he pooped on her eye, so she's like real mad at him and keeps walking. And this is why I'm snarled the silent. <laughs> and he... Just turns away and just starts leading. Chess would hop back on the horse and he's like, Alright, Funky, what what did you learn? Uh, I guess if I'm going to poop in someone's eye, I need to make sure they can't follow us. And while you're chatting, if someone just in the meantime could give roll me a D100. What is that? D100. It's like the, the, the two D10s. Yeah. One's I the fifth. I got a 20, but if that's bad, somebody else roll. <laughs> I got a 10. I, maybe it's 20 then. Did you roll two dice at the same time? What? Oh, no, I rolled this one. You rolled that one plus is... the other one. Yeah, you rolled the one with the... You rolled a regular uh, d10 and the I one with tw- the 10. I rolled a 26. Smart. Okay. So go ahead. Keep with your chats. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, Funky, what did you learn? Yeah, yeah. So ne- next time I poop in someone's eye, I need to make sure they can't follow us because... That was uh, unsettling, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it was mostly annoying because they didn't really do anything. I mean, you guys couldn't see it, but she was like floating over my head and trying to like take phantom dumps on my head here while we were cruising along. Is she still there? No, she drifted okay. away. Yeah. So she, yeah, she was trying to take phantom dumps on my head. Well, they're just phantom ones, so. Yeah, I don't want ghost dookie on me. Well, I mean. I don't think it can get on you if it's a ghost thing, but, like, just maybe don't poop on people's eyes. And, uh, 
Yeah. I... Maybe that's the takeaway? Yeah, probably. Where's the fun in that, though? I haven't pooped in your eyes. I, yep, I'm very aware of that, and, uh, I think you best leave it that way. Yeah, don't worry, guys. I'm, <laughs> she, she upset me. I was, I went through a phase. Uh, Chess would hop back on the horse and uh, get rolling. I'm just kind of standing by the horse, looking at Chess and looking at the horse. Chess is like, Funky, come on. And he hops off and it's like, and the, throws him up. The horse is taller than I am, Chess. I mean, it's easy for you. You're, you can just step over it. Horses are taller than all people. I mean, is that right? When was the last time I've seen a horse? Uh, not always. Little Sebastian wasn't. I mean, you, yes. Mm. <laughs> okay. As you are going along your path, you're kind of trying to stick in between the hills as opposed to going up over the top. You're trying to stay low so that if you do hit the top, um, you're not sighted by other people. Snarl again is just kind of silently leading along the way, not really speaking with anybody much, even if they try some idle chit-chatter. And give a perception check. Would any, who would be in, in the front with you all? I feel like Rowlerick. So who, would, who would be right behind? Who him? would be doing rangering? Yeah, I'd probably be chilling up front, doing my forest thing. Especially since you don't need to talk to him. <laughs> Snarl is now Rowlerick's <laughs> best friend in the world. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, what am I rolling for? Sorry. Perception. Perception. I have good perception. Wow, not 20. 26. Oof. So Snarl is um, just kind of paying attention to the road ahead. He's not really looking side to side. And you, you see as you pass kind of between one hills, probably 500 feet or away or so, you notice that there are uh, about three orcs, two larger ones, one kind of shorter one. And they're over... By a bush, look, with your 26, you can see that they're really t- trying to pick out the bush. Looks like they're picking for berries or something like that. They're about 500 feet to your left. Rover initiative <laughs> to kill these berry pickers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I turn around and say, hey guys, there's three orcs up ahead um, picking berries and snacking. Do we want to fight? Why? Can't- <laughs> or do we want to avoid? Just looks like relic. We don't have. We have to fight everyone we meet. Wow. <laughs> Works are friendly, right? We can just good morrow on the way by. Good morrow. Yeah, maybe they'll just leave us alone, or or maybe we can share some berries. I can give. I still. No, I guess I don't have pocket pocket from, mash anymore. <laughs> from a metagame perspective, I really want to go see them because I want to hear the voices <laughs> Tyler has for them. But I, they, they seem harmless. The so snarl looked at you. While no one else really reacted to you, Snarl kind of stopped and looked at you, Chest, really quickly when you said that, um... Not everyone... It has to be a fight. Don't need a fight, yeah. Don't need a fight with everyone. He just kind of tilts his head to the side. <clears throat> You're okay. Then he starts going forward. <laughs> Honestly, when Chest said that, even though I don't think Ray maybe intended Chest to say that, it kind of made Pip's heart sing because he's like, It's happening! He's growing! Because we, we got to actually witness when we were in Rivertown with, like, Teak and Sanders, and we got a little insight from what's-his-face from that last town that not all Goliaths just battle all the time. Has has anyone in our group actually encountered a Goliath before Chest? Uh, I don't think so, right? I doubt I have. 
So my, like all I don't know. unless there's one wandering around the city in Pessa or not uh, in Stanhold. Yeah, so all of our impressions of Goliath are chest and then we went to fight down, which kind of confirmed that stereotype and now we have this sort of like new perspective opening out in front of us that like they some of them know magic and books and don't want to lay a smack down all the time. So this is good. This is chest broadening his horizons. That's good, chest. <laughs> chest is it's like I I don't know why y'all are so surprised. I mean, I'm proud of you, friend. Well, proud of you, friend. I mean, we we kind of you were itching for a fight with the with the old ladies, and we ended up skipping out on old lady fights. And surprised, I thought you'd be all raring to go with the with the orcs, but yeah, they're just berry pickers. Let's just. Well, I mean, they didn't do anything to me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Can we try to go around so they don't see us? Yeah. Or I don't see any. Just wave, wave hello. Let's just wave on our way by. Just, just. Are we gonna lift up his head? And he's like, "Hey, hey, orcs! Hope you're enjoying your berries." And then keeps clopping along. Okay. Then they turn back and wave at you, and you hear kind of the tallest one of them all go, "Fucks!" <laughs> <laughs> you too. Cool. We. I Chess, feel like we've turned Chess, over a new leaf. Good on us. Chess looks back at Ralric. He's like, see, Ralric? Sheesh, you can't fight everyone. All right, all right. I wasn't trying to get us to fight. I was just trying to make a group decision. <laughs> now, Tyler, have us go around the corner and see a couple of dragons picking berries. Let's see what happens next. <laughs> you berry pickers! Son of a bitch. They look very blue-collar. They're wearing button-down shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so the sun kind of wanes in the day. You don't really see anybody else along this path. Give, I'm going to say, with anybody that might try to talk to Snarl, you can give some sort of persuasion check. I try and talk occasionally. If you do want to talk to him. Persuasion. Persuasion check. Oh. Uh, My keyboard interrupted that roll, but that's a... It's a seven. I got a 12. Anybody else going for it? Or just those two? Oh, good. Or I just heard Thodrain and Chester. Oh, fuck. Is my sister with me? Yeah. Oh. I would have sent her with those ponies. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I completely forgot about Semele. Yeah, I forgot Semele was there. <laughs> she was just kind of standing there, really confused. Oh. But <laughs> Whoopsie doodle. I'm a bad brother. <laughs> during, during the whole encounter, uh, she kind of went off to the side a little bit, but took out a a book and just took out a mm. quill and was getting ready to start writing. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that was anticlimactic. Uh, yeah, I know. I would not be trying to engage with Snarl because I'd be too distracted trying to do pony tricks for my sister. <laughs> um, and sing little songs at her. Uh, yeah, so Chess would be talking to Snarl because he said you're okay to him. So he would he would look at Snarl and be like, and be like, uh, so, like, where are you originally from? I don't talk about myself. Okay. Uh, what? Well, I'm from the Sharp Mountain Range, so, you know, there's that. <laughs> yep, that's the thing. Yeah, so, uh... It's pretty pretty treacherous going through these hills. It's kind of why people don't take this route. How, how, how come you're fine going through them? Because who else is going to hire me? I don't know. I mean, you seem pretty good at this. Yeah, but... Like, how'd you get good at this? Did you live out here or something? 
Yeah, gnolls don't usually get raised in big fancy cities, so. Has Chess seen a knoll before? I can't remember if I asked that last time. Um, not likely. Okay. Knoll he hasn't. Chess- no, he has no mercy. We're changing the <laughs> changes in the name of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jess, Jess is just like, it's like, uh, are there are there a lot of gnolls in this area? I never met one before. Uh, kind of a scattering of groups around the foothills here, but we don't really go out talk to the city folk. Most of you guys don't treat us well, so we just fight on sight. If we see you out here, so if we see a knoll group, even though I'm with, if I'm with you, we're gonna try to avoid them. Oh, okay. Sure. I mean, I guess we can. We could also, like, share some rations with them or something. I got some food. Do you like joints? I got joints. Like, I was in some foothills a while back, and a big stone dude gave me some joints. Uh, I never tried that before. Uh, chest rummages around in his bag and gives him one of the joints. Oh, is this a good idea? He is leading us. But I do want to see this blazed knoll. Oh, is that what you uh, fancy people call a cigarette? A joint? Yeah. Well, I don't really know. Um, He gave me these things. I hadn't used them before, but I don't know if it's a cigarette or what. Alright. And he goes ahead and lights it up. No, this ain't no cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, yeah, I guess that's called a joint. I don't know. Maybe it's different. I guess it's different than a cigarette. Uh, just, just, what are you doing to our guy? We're gonna get so lost. We're gonna get into such an old fight. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just giving. I was giving him one of the joints that I got. Chess, I, I forget what happened last time when Chess took it. But you wanted to bench press a bunch of horses. Are you wait? Are are you yeah. getting high with him? Uh, yes. Chess is like. Why is it every time we have horses, you are high? Give a con save, Chess. Uh, okay, okay, con save. It's fourteen plus a bunch six twenty. Doesn't hit you as hard as the last time, but uh, it takes you the group probably a good. 10 to 15 minutes just because the hills are so large to realize that you've circled the same hill twice. Ah, oh, boots. No. no. And then a left turn. <laughs> and then a left turn. <laughs> and then another left turn. Justice like, hey, uh, uh, I think we Snarl, I think we've been through here already. Uh, yeah. Where have we not been? Well, a lot of places. In our souls. Man, just is just like, huh? I think I might have made a mistake. Oh, would Pip have noticed that we have hit back on our own tracks? I'm he's pretty distracted doing pony tricks, but uh, give us you all can give a survival check. Highest will be the first person to notice. Uh, I got a 15, 12. Chess will be probably disadvantaged. 18. A ten, or sorry, a nine for me. So is it Ralric was yours the highest? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so you're the first to notice. Um, hey y'all, can't help but notice this area looks familiar. Like we've definitely been here before. Are we going in a circle? I'm, I'm on a schedule. I'm on a schedule. Uh, we, we gotta get to town. Uh, otherwise, some 
bad stuff that I can't remember what it is. It's, it's gonna happen. Like, I gotta meet up with my angry, angry siblings. Hey, guide guy. Do you know where we're going? Um, hold on, let me... I think next time I should have that after we're done going for the day. <laughs> uh, but it's this way. But he starts going in a certain direction. It seems pretty matter-of-fact. Okay. Not confident now. But maybe now he's best friends with Chess. And you probably get another hour or two along the road before the sun's really starting to set and you're starting to lose daylight. No, oh, beans. It's getting dark out. Okay. Is it camp's o'clock? Chess would look at him and he's like, uh, we got like a fancy snuggle hood if you want. Um, you know, we can, we can, uh, we can sleep in that. That's what we normally sleep in. It's safe. Sounds like you gotta get closer to other people, so I'm gonna give it a hard pass. Okay. Oh, but new friend. Are we still on schedule, Tyler? You might be a little off by that little bit mishap, but it seemed like everything else was going okay. Will we be able to make it up? Like, I'm... Pip is, I mean, real nervous about getting there in time. Yeah. And would would probably be pressing to, like, go harder or faster or a little bit more reckless if it meant making this deadline. Yeah, you you were going to get there, I think it was with about three days to spare. Oh, okay, all right. So, okay, well then, oh, snuggle hut. Bing! And uh, Pip, Pip sidles over to Snarl and says, you don't have to talk, it's just... It's just a very comfortable temperature in there, and there's mood lighting. It's fine. Give a persuasion check. Eleven plus nine. <laughs> Jesus, Pip. So, twenty. Yeah, Pip. <laughs> it's like your thing. You're charismatic. He looks at you all, and he looks at one of the... He looks at the snuggle hut as you cast it. He's just... Oh, this, this corner's mine. Okay. I know there aren't corners, but... <laughs> yeah, I had that problem. And Pip Pip turns to the rest of the group and says, Nobody bothers Snarl. He needs a quiet night of sleep. So just let him let him be in his non-corner. So, there. Sn- snuggle o'clock. Well, just shrugs. He's like, all right, I can, uh, I'll ha- I'm going to have a nap. Well, I mean, Good you night. want some food? Because I, I can <laughs> hold, out, hold out your hands. Chess looks at uh, Snarl. He's like, Snarl, check this out. This is a pretty cool trick. Uh, uh, Funky, could you actually make this outside the hut this time, please? <laughs> oh, right, right, yes. Uh, but then it gets all wet at night if, with the dew. You, mm, it's going to it's gonna attract animals. I don't want to sleep in it this time, though. Uh, outside. Okay. Pip has a little bowl. And I, I try casting it directly over the snuggle hut. No, why? So 45 pounds of poutine shows up on top of the snuggle hut. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a plate. Oh, babe. It's off the ground this time. Yeah, but you know we can see that when we go into the snuggle hut. That's what we have to look at now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but watch this. And I'll walk in and stick my head halfway out. Wait, can you do that? Can you stick your head oh, in the snuggle hut? Pretty sure you can. I didn't know you could do that. I feel like you can't. No, it's, it would be too tall. Oh, yeah. I guess I just kind of lay on the ground with my mouth open and wait for it to, like, slide down the side of the hut. 
Mm. Look, you can you can eat while you sleep, guys. Oh, Just... we need to we need to talk to Funky about this or Thaudrain about this spell <laughs> later. Uh, I didn't I didn't really think about my height, so Chess, do you mind do you mind serving? <laughs> Chess is like, uh Alright, give me your plates. And I give whatever I have in my ration thing for, for eating off of. Chef ser- Chess serves up uh, poutine to everyone, mm-hmm. including Snarl. Snarl. All right, so he takes a bowl and just kind of shoves his face right into it and just you just hear this... Not, not great table manners. That's okay. Chess. We don't judge here. Yeah. I mean, I probably don't have the best table manners either. I poop in someone's eye, so... Not at the table, but I I also, Tamora told me that I think I can send a message, kind of like what Rowark's been getting from the, from, I forgot our bird friend's name. Dolpa? Dolpa. Dolpa. From Dolpa. Dolpa. I mean, I can only do it a couple more times because it competes with this food that we just had. Actually, I can only do it one more time. So, if there's anyone who want a message, I can send a little message before we go to sleep. Just uh, shrugs and he's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we need to. Do we need to talk to Dolpa right now? He's always great to talk to. I mean, it doesn't have to be Dolpa. I could try and talk to your mom. I think Chest. That gets his attention. He's like, What? Wait, what? I don't. I don't know if it'll reach her, but I could. I. I don't, would I know if I could try and send a message to to Chest's mom? Or well, I mean, I could try, but I guess would I have any idea if it will go across to wherever we think Chest's mom is? I don't know how much, I can't remember how much we know. Or how much I know. The old chest, you were the only person that put your head in the bowl and saw her. Was that right? Um, I think it was just you. Yeah, I don't think I saw her. I think so. That's right. So it says, with which you're familiar, you haven't really seen her before. Uh, maybe I can't then, because I, I don't think I've met your mom, so... <laughs> Well, I know I haven't met your mom. <laughs> Don't get me all excited like that, Funky. But people I've met, sorry, I thought I could, and then I remembered I, I have to have met them, and I, I've heard it, and you've talked about your mom, but I haven't actually met. Who wants to talk to Bobby Sr.? That sounds like a good combo. <laughs> oh, man, that is a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Contact Bobby Sr. so we can tell him he's a dick. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I, I can. I think I can, I can say more than just, you're a dick, but I mean, I guess I could just repeat it a whole bunch of times. Yeah, can, can you do like I, you know, kind of like a sort of a prank call situation where he gets a call like every ten seconds and it just says your day. Yeah, uh, I I can do it <laughs> once to one person tonight because I made Putin for us and because I took your armor apart. Chess looks over at uh, Ralark. He's like, "Huh, Ralark, want to call Bobby Senior Dick?" I mean, it, it would be for me. I mean, yes. I mean, I do a lot in my head. Do, so, do we have any <laughs> friends in? Look, we kind of don't, eh? We don't know anybody there, or we haven't met anybody there other than those I mean, shopkeepers. Par- Parley and the shopkeep. I mean, I could try the the guy, the mage that we got all this new ship from. Uh, I guess you could, but then we don't get to. We don't get to call Bobby Senior a dick, though. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty high priority for me. So. Hmm. Anyway, y'all, y'all do do whatever. I mean, I could also try like Gromley or one of our friends from before. Or like Teak or Sanders, if there's someone. Or I could oh. just make 45 more pounds of poutine. No, I'd say we got enough poutine. <laughs> this is good information to know, Audrey, because now I can think about contacting people. 
And introducing Thawdring to people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, do we decide on uh, telling Bobby Sr. he's a dick? Yes, burn this one. Alright. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast Sending to Bobby Sr. And I'm just going to say, Hey, Bobby Sr., do you know who I am? You probably do. Guess what? You're a dick. You're just a, you're a dick. You're, you're a dick. Dick, dick, dick. Balls. Poop. <laughs> it cut off at the last year. Uh, that was okay. when you hit your li- word limit. <laughs> so what does this look like as you're doing this uh, to other people? And material. So I pull out my coin, and I just kind of give the coin a kiss and say, Bobby Senior. And, <laughs> and then I start just talking. Okay. So it takes a good probably 10 to 20 seconds before you hear back and they hear well 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 if you could see me right now i'd be shrugging is that is that uh your fucking jeremy version of bobby senior yeah (laughs) (laughs) try yeah i'm gonna give that a like a a two out of five we're gonna have to call jeremy and get him to say those 10 words to (laughs) on a scale on a scale of one to Jeremy, that's a two. <laughs> uh, I pass this message along to, to Rourke. Eh, that's all he had to say. Still still pretty satisfying. We still got to call him a dick, and he had to hear it. Eh. Just like, I am going to sleep well knowing that. Same. And rolls over to sleep. Uh, I'm going to stay up and take first watch. Hey, Beverotti. Oh, oh, yeah, Zima, what's up? Uh... You never really... Hold on. Gotta get into my subway voice. You never really told me where you went. Where you been the last ten years. Uh, oh. I mean, I did some calculations. I figured, okay, probably seven to eight years of wallowing in your own misery and singing songs. And then you finally got yourself together. But I found these people. Did something stupid. Uh, hmm, look, I... Did something smart. <laughs> well, it's not good. And now you're here. Too hasty there. I... Honestly, I would say there was three solid years right when I left of really looking hard for the flute. Looking, looking hard for the flute, which you don't know why is gone and I didn't either and I don't know if I should tell you that now this is Claire's game I actually don't know if I should tell her that mm, our, maybe our grandfather might be a great evil <laughs> maybe I should disclose this information <laughs> okay seems seems good if you trust Semily yeah no of all of them she's she makes the most sense to to Pip for sure. Uh, so I feel like Pip would have a tendency to kind of uh, like all of all of the other twins. They're the two sets of twins. They were they're pretty op in terms of being kids. Like they're all very talented and very stereotypical healer and musician, and we're just great at everything. But Semily was a little bit different. So I feel like Pip would would chat with her yeah so Zima I thought that I lost our flute 
our good flute by being stupid. But it turns out that was uh, magic. That was that was like an implanted memory um, that was done to me. So you can imagine I I fled when I found out I lost the the flute. Not not to like run away from you guys. But to go get it back. Because we need it. It's ours. It's our families. It's important. I didn't know why it was important. But I knew it was important. And I thought I was just going to, like, go track it down and get it. Um, it just took a little longer than I thought. And then in my journey, I realized that it was taken. And that our grandpa, Papa Huey, he's a bad dude. He's been doing bad dude stuff. Did you know he was a bad dude? Uh... Well, he farted in my face once, and I didn't think that was very nice, so I, I might say that he's not the most upstanding citizen I've ever met. Oh, no, honey, no, it's worse. I mean, that's, I would say, a cardinal sin, uh, but he's, he is worse than that. So, I mean, you're, you're grown-up-ish now, sort of, a little bit. I am very much grown-up, I don't remember. You've always kind of been more grown-up than me, so, um... <laughs> Certainly smarter than me. There is a bit of a battle of the gods going on right now, and there is a demon prince who is vying to take over everything. Uh, hold on one second. And she immediately whips out her kind of notebook, mm-hmm. opens it up. Uh, this is very interesting. I would like to jot this down if that's okay. Absolutely. Wait. You don't work for him, do you? Who's him? <laughs> I, 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 I stopped following the line of thought there. Actually, I bet she would know more than Pip would. If I say the name Frazer Blue, does anything happen? We did go to theology school together. Oh, yeah. <sighs> From back in the, Yeah, I've read about that. Yeah. Sounds almost like a fairy tale. It does sound like a fairy tale, but it's by himself. I think he might be bigger than Pan, and I feel like that's why Pan's with... Praise Pan. Praise Pan. Praise Pan. <laughs> but anyway, Papa Huey has been dealing with that guy, and our flute is a divine weapon. I know it seems like just an instrument, but it's a divine weapon, and that's why Papa Huey took it to use it in... F-U-L's army. Not Pan's army. Praise Pan. Praise Pan. Give a persuasion check. Yes. Oh, oh Tyler. <laughs> 28. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as you're going into the story, she's just kind of nodding along. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you see kind of Snarl kind of just pip his head up a little bit, listening in as, as they're chatting. And he, by the end of the story, he's kind of sitting up and just kind of staring at you as you're talking. Should we have been talking more quietly? Oh, shit. <laughs> you could have lowered your voice as he was I d- uh, sitting up, but... No, Pip didn't, because it's Pip. Okay. He's doing, like, a whole show. It's just <laughs> for the semile. Like, it's just for her, but oops-a-doodle. <laughs> well, sounds like such a far-fetched, preposterous story. But the thing is, when you lie, your right eyebrow, about two centimeters in, wiggles a little bit. And it didn't do that. No, it de- Wait, what it does? Yeah, it's easy tell. I am so bad at poker. What? 
Okay. That's how I know where you hit all that chocolate that you may or may not have lifted from the store that one oh. time. Oof. Man, look, we all have pasts, and sometimes they're saucy gnome pasts, and that's as bad as they get until you lose the most precious thing to your family. Um, I mean, I gained a lot of chocolate by not telling mom and dad, so I'm cool with it. <laughs> nice. Uh, we've always been a good team. I This is why I'm kind of really nervous about meeting up with the rest of the bros and sisters because they don't know why. I, I kind of, I did a bad job of communicating why I was leaving because obviously there's a huge amount of shame there, but I think there's probably a bunch of hate that's going to be geared towards me and I need you to know that I was trying to fix this and that I first of all it's not my fault I did think it was my fault but I was trying to make it better and we all might be in trouble well Pip this certainly does make things a lot more complicated especially well here's the thing there's someone in Pesop she's one of the top people currently has your flute in their gamut. There's Gotham. There's uh, another society from Stanholt. There's one from the city of Anvil and one from Vivabar. There's a bunch of groups they're going in to go and talk to this lady to enter into a competition because there are so many people trying to claim it as their own after it was lost by us. Trying to say no it actually belongs to us because they lost it. That it's almost like a it's almost like, I don't know, I'd call it something like the Hunger Games. Except you don't actually die, but... Wait, so Kip and Bella are going to try to go in a contest to get it? Yep. They're good, but they won't get it. Like, they're... I, uh, something changed since I left? Because, like, they're good. Yes, something's changed. And Nella, Kip, Lip, and Bella, they're... They're all pretty good right now. They're, like, I've seen you fight. They're probably not as strong, but they can take care of themselves. What happened? What do you mean, what happened? Did they just train, or have they... They're still praying to Pan. Yeah, they... They still pray to Pan. The issue was, is that when you kind of... When the whole... I don't even know what to call about it. It's kind of awkward right now. But, you know, the situation with you losing the... the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, after that happened, then Gamut uh, started to kind of fall in standing because we weren't pants, you know, one true place anymore. So, got up started to rise. And but I... there's There was a void and everybody's trying to fill your place pretty much. Sugar. Okay. You know... I mean, please, you believe me, right? You be- I, I rolled 28. You believe me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's a 98.87% chance that what you told me is true. Exactly. So, yeah, okay, that happened, and I left, and maybe I shouldn't have left, but I didn't do that. Papa Huey did that. This is about something bigger. Yeah. I just don't know what to call that situation right now, because, like, you didn't do it. Because Papa Huey did it. And I just have to sleep on that part thing for a whole while a night. Hmm. Alright. Okay. So that we're all we're all talking about this uh, opera lady 
who I definitely know the name of. Tina, Fred, Stan, Josephine Strawling. Yep. She's the one who has my flute. And she's the one who's holding this contest. And she definitely thinks I work for a catering company. But I feel like she's the type of woman who does not pay attention to the help and will not notice when she sees me again. Well, I mean, I just have to go in and be better. I just have to go in and be better and I'll just win. I think she knows. I don't know why you said you work for catering, but I think she knows that you don't because... And she pulls out from her pocket. It's like a little golden ticket almost. And it's like entry for one team. And it says Pip Inglefeifer at the top for like the leader of the team. Why do you have this? Uh, Because it was sent to you, but you don't live at home anymore. That's what I was trying to find you because they're summoning different teams in order to get the float. So wait, how are names, 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 names how are uh, Kip and Bella gonna enter if they don't have this ticket? They got their own. You got sent one and I I was the one picking up the mail that day so I slipped that one into my pocket and it gave them theirs. They got their own? Yep. I don't like that. I don't like that from an angle fight for pride standpoint. And you look at uh, the ticket and it says that's a team of four. Oh, my backup dancers are out of shape. I don't know how we're going to do this. (laughs) Oh, shoot. No, it's not like a singing competition, Pip. Oh, we're supposed to battle? It's, they're going to, they're going to tell us more information when we get there. But the only thing that really the letters said was they're going to tell you the location of where the flute is, and the first people to get there are gonna get it. But we... we can't fight Nell and Kip and Liv and Bella. Like, we can't fight them. They wouldn't fight us. Well, I don't know why you're saying we, because I count five no. people here, and I'm not gonna get involved in this family <laughs> drama. No, but they wouldn't... they wouldn't fight me. They wouldn't fight me? They wouldn't fight me. Pep, we really need the flute back. We'll... we'll get it back. I'm getting it back. I'm getting it back. I have... I'm doing what I left to do. I'm not a delinquent. I'm doing what I said I would do. Well, you're not the only Inglefifers that are gonna try to end this 10-year gap. We will fix this. And everyone will be safe. And they will all... They can go back to Hippo Blue or not, but it doesn't matter. They're gonna, they will all be safe. And Pip has a lot to think about and just snuggles down in his bedroll. Before you can do that, she kind of cups your head a little bit and just kind of looks straight in your eyes and says, Pepperoni, I believe in you or else I would have tried to found you. Yeah. And she pats you on the top of the head and kind of goes off to sleep herself. Pip doesn't sleep very much that night. <laughs> Alright, so Funky, or Thodrain, were you first watch? Yep, I'm gonna do first watch. After everyone's gone to bed, I'm gonna try and scoop more poutine off the, off the <laughs> thing, but probably not be able to reach it. So I, I imagine you it. poking with your snake stick at it. <laughs> yeah, like trying to like poke the snake stick through and bring stuff down, or put the plate through and bring stuff down. Around. Okay. Give a perception check. Uh, a 
natural 20, so 24. Okay. So you do see movement throughout the night. There, It seems like there is a little bit more activity than there was during the daytime. Whether it be creatures, um, you do see a group of people fairly far in the distance. Or, or humanoid-sized creature, you're not sure if they're people. But nothing really approaches your snuggle hut. Um, yeah, if nothing approaches, I would just continue to try and try and scoop more poutine. Maybe have a couple swigs of beer. <laughs> and then just before the end of my night watch, um, I would conjure up my duplicate and just have it like about an inch and a half away from Rourke's nose in anticipation of Rourke being the next one to wake up. Maybe I'm misjudging d- time. But. <laughs> no, I feel like we're all very aware of Rourke's trance cycles now. Like, he loves it. Because I've only got a minute for this thing to be up, so I've, I'm like trying to time it for when I think it's gonna, when I think he's gonna wake up. Give okay. just an intelligence check. I prematurely shot my wad. <laughs> I rolled a six. Nope, five. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna take next watch? Is it gonna be Ralric? Anyone else with him, or is he solo? Chest is still asleep. So, Funky's really thinking about timing this up perfectly, but when you wake up, he's still doing the eating the what was it? The poutine off the off the dome. The poutine off the of, off of the top, and you as you wake up, you open your eyes and you hear just kind of this scuffling about, and you open them and you see Funky, because the do- the dome kind of start like the peak of it, the top of it's gonna be ten feet, but as it gets closer to the ground, because it's circular, it's gonna be closer to obviously the ground as you go and you see funky figure figured out the perfect level where his head would be and you see him sticking his tongue out of the dome and just running around the outside trying to get as much food in his mouth as he can good i'm glad you got to see that (laughs) so you did not have a chance to cast him up duplicity because he woke up before oh uh oh hey hey rauric oh boy am i glad there's no one in my face right now (laughs) How, how how long have you been awake? Did, just did, just now. Cool, 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 cool. You, mm, what what what'd you see? Did, you, did I've just been on watch, normal watch stuff. You know, watch there's people out there, that kind of thing. Yeah, your your um snack habits are safe with me. <laughs> Thank you. I I feel like Pip would judge this one. Definitely. <laughs> Pip's so bougie. <laughs> <laughs> Th- thanks again, and I. Uh, curl up in a ball with probably a handful of poutine and go to sleep. Still dribbling down your chin. (laughs) Stuck in the beard. I hate, I hate to say this, but like, y'all know after eight hours, the bubble just disappears. Oh yeah. Which (laughs) (laughs) means... Yep. Alright, well, I didn't need anything much before we went to sleep, so I'm gonna run outside and run a tongue line at my height. Oh my god, I hate you guys! Now that I've learned how to do that, thanks to Funky. <laughs> so, Pip, as you're dreaming and kind of just really reminiscing, not really reminiscing, but recalling the events of the past to Semele, kind of those days are definitely on your mind. And you go into a dream and you're just all of a sudden in consciousness above the bar or one of the bars you kind of had your own apartment and you hear the music playing below you and you, you're starting to pack all of your belongings. You're stuffing them in a bag as you're had just lost the flute and you're getting your stuff and you're like, I gotta get out of here. 
so you're you're currently there in the room looking around uh and you hear this quick rat uh, rat tat tat knock on your door fuck uh what who is it oh it's sally sally Squigglebottoms. oh god i mean I- uh and you remember her she while you were kind of the top person in your family you're the top person in gamut she was the top person in the Squigglebottom family kind of like not quite your rival in the same sense of Funky and, not Funky, um, Chess and Lokag. You kind of had more respect for each other, despite the pressure from families and schools to bring your gamut and her Gotham to number one. Uh, there's no real animosity between you, but you knew to kind of play it up when needed. So you were, you're, you're kind of friends, but you couldn't really be seen, seen around each other, so you weren't okay. close friends. So she's got mad talent too, Yeah. right? Okay. I'm like, oh! Ugh, Sally, it's a bad time. Um, can we chat later? Or You can let me in. Okay. Come on. I open the door, and um, I, s- I kind of shrug and then keep hacking. I saw you. I saw you rushing, rushing off. What's, what's going on? Uh, I just, um, I... Something really important I've, I've got to go take care of, uh, and i got to do it fast. Okay, um, where are you going? Uh, north. That makes sense, right? Yeah. The south. It yeah. covers pretty much everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, there's something really weird going on with you, Pip. This is, um, this is important, Sally. This is, it's just family stuff. I, I gotta... I just gotta go take care of something. I'll, I'll be back soon, I imagine. Okay. I was working on this new song. I was hoping then that you'd be around to hear it. Oh, uh, are you, wait, are you, are you playing it tonight? Or you want me to... Yeah, I was gonna, I was probably gonna launch it tomorrow night, but... Oh, I... Yeah, it looks like you're... I was gonna invite you to swing by, but... I might be back by then, but probably not... Um, I'll try. I'm gonna- tr- I will try. Okay. I'll give you the first line, just to get you hooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes, Why are there so many songs about rainbows? Oh. That's, a, that's what I got. Honey, it's not easy being as green <laughs> as you are in songwriting, but you will get there. <laughs> I am wearing green. Um, okay, well, Pip, I'm not sure if I'll see you again, just- by the feeling that I'm getting. Uh, I'll be back. I'll be back. I will, I will be back. I hope so. I think. I hope you do okay. And she kind of nods at you and backs out and closes the door. Um, and you wake up in a cold sweat. I wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> as, as, as we do. Always with the cold sweat. I wake up in a cold sweat and then 30 seconds later I wake up covered in poutine. <laughs> Bucky! Uh, well, I... Uh, I mean, we stacked it on you for convenience. It, it makes breakfast easier, yeah. But uh, I, I was trying to keep it off the ground. I got some—I don't know. I had—I was picking like dirt out of my mouth for a good part of the day the other day. Mm-mm-mm. I thought th- I thought this keeps it up off the ground. Aren't you sleeping? It's on the ground. <laughs> well, now it is. It wasn't last night. And it does hit most people, but it doesn't happen to hit Pip because Pip is currently underneath uh, a robot and umbrella. Thanks, Seema. 
Yeah, I do. You probably forget how long you should be sleeping for. And everyone else is covered in curds and gravy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mediocre curds and gravy. So as you all woke up and kind of smell like old nasty cheese, start to head out. You have you realize you have probably one more day and one more night uh, of sleep here in the foothills before the following day you'll likely arrive at Pesop. And you all gather your things, get up. You notice Pip has a little bit more on his mind as he really the last person to get on his horse and kind of slowly trotting along and you can see Semley really just trying to encourage him and pull him along and uh, you kind of start to follow Snarl off into the distance as the rain starts to start to starts to fall so the clouds started coming overhead starting to get these very light drips of, of rain as you kind of ride off into the distance and that's where we can end for tonight Pip casts cloud of daggers no <laughs> <laughs> For, like, no reason. Fuck everybody. Welcome to DM Thoughts with Tyler. What even is this podcast? That's it for this episode. We'll see you next time on the next episode of the No Mercy Podcast.